You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. All right, welcome. Miss Lauren to OK Sis Podcast. <laughs> the faces Wait, I'm making. This is wild. So you, you're you like an OG fan. Okay, so I, I woke up thinking about this okay. this morning. <laughs> no, I really, I was like, oh my God, this is, this is this like is the day. surreal for me because I listen every Monday usually. Um, I'm getting ready or I'm eating breakfast and then sometimes I do put the podcast on just to hear Maddie's voice when I'm when she's like on vacation and I miss her <laughs> and I need to hear her voice it's very reassuring and it's like rare that we don't talk right every day and then I needed to say that my whole family listens to the podcast I mean your grandma listens my uncle my yeah. sister wait which uncle I haven't even met this uncle um, he knows you. I'm <laughs> my mom's out. oldest brother, Mikey. If I, he's gonna be like, I got a shout out. Wait, are you serious? He listens every week. Yeah, he loves you 
lives. He listens to the toast too. <laughs> no, that is so funny. I know. I remember you telling me that he listens to the toast. It's like funny. I how? What does he relate to? I just he likes. He just like you guys. What do you mean? What is, like you all are just living amazing lives? When, like, just well, likes to hear when about like, lives. When like older men are like, oh, I'll listen to the podcast. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> like, I'm like, you I don't think I you're do gonna fear, get it. Okay, but I do fear actually sometimes. Like, yeah, if or like in a pitch meeting or something, if they've listened. I know. Someone so said they had li- heard you on the pod. One yeah, time. And I was like, oh no, which episode did you listen to? Oh my god, maybe one of the agency just, partners. I know. I just, it's funny because I, you know, this podcast is part of who I am. This is like my most authentic self. Like, yes, we're so silly, but we're also, you know, business women, and we talk about mental health. And like, I mean, listener, you know, you know the gist of of <laughs> OK Sis. You know the the core pillars, but. It's just interesting when I'm in more of a business setting to show them the podcast or like promote it. And, you know, it, it you know, be, become this podcast is the reason that I was able to start Camper, like in terms of like a That's confidence true. level and um, a comfort with content and community. And so it's part of the story of like why I was able to take the risk of of starting Camper with you. So. It's and it's also just like I think an impressive project and thing that we've built, right? Me and my yeah. sister. So like, of course I'm gonna mention it in pitch meetings, but then I'm also just like, don't listen to it. <laughs> like, I'm like, you are an investor, please no, do not listen to it. No, but I just like so when we have hung out with you, like IRL, you and Scout, it is a live podcast. Like that is what right. I find so impressive. It's like we're the actually two of you, that it way. Is you two through and through the entire way. There, there is no difference on the pod, on the mic or off the mic. Sure, sure, sure. And second, we can get into our origin story in yeah. a moment. But like, there is no try with you. Like you say, you are doing something and you are doing it, and that is like the epitome of like what I admire and in you and like that you inspire me every Thank day like you that's so nice you set your mind to it and you and you do it like nothing will stop you I mean it's so interesting you say that because I don't see that as a quality in myself which is interesting which is so, well this is the I know we're all fucked up with our self-awareness and like what we <laughs> perceive about ourselves but I I sense that as a quality that my sister has like very very deeply and I honestly I think she I think it's rubbed off on me. I think that, again, the reason I was able to start Camber or, like, the reason I w- we took the leap or yeah. even putting ourselves on TikTok, like, True. I would not have done any of that if it wasn't for my with for okay sis and for for yeah, my sister anyways right. okay we didn't even introduce you so um this is lauren she's my co-founder for camber and um still scout is on mat leave and i literally <laughs> forgot to record an episode i was like okay i'm gonna just do a, like a solo solo i still have yet to do a solo i think you solo. should you should i think i want to i definitely want to but then um we had our camber holiday party yesterday and um Lauren was like, oh, do you want me to go? Is that what happened? I don't no, remember. Like, I think you were like, I'm going to do a solo. Hello. And Brett was like, do you want me to come back? And yeah. I was like, wait, I've I, never been yeah. on the pod. And I was How like, wait, shit, this is perfect. Because like, you know, Scout could be with us, but it, it's actually nice to have it, have it, it just fun. us two. And yeah. like, this is a perfect time of year for us to kind of recap. Of yes, thinking, like, we'll do a little. What we've, what's happened. Yeah, so us. we're going to, tr- we're going to chat through. I mean, Camber itself, how it started, how we know each other, and then how um, what we feel like we're so proud of from this year, as well as what we're looking forward to and what people can expect. 
script. Um, but before we do all of that, yeah. we got to do current fixations. I and know. there's some like pop culture things we that we need have. to touch yeah. on. Because not only are me and uh, Lauren co-founders, <laughs> but we're also best friends and like like the same thing. Yeah. So we, you know, we always joke that during our like strategy brainstorming sessions or like working sessions for camber it's like one minute talking about the bachelor next minute talking about like the accounting software that we need to re-up on or like whatever it's just kind of all our brains are like in a million different places exactly wait can i just say quickly that i feel really really honored to be in such esteemed company of the incredible guests you've had on this podcast i love what are you reading from no i literally woke i woke up and that's what i was thinking about this morning when i woke up i'm not joking because i was like this is Best guests. I'm like, I, I'm like, how am I on here? This how is amazing. <laughs> You're no, because I'm like, because how you started. I'm a listener. Yeah, like, I know. It's crazy. You're gonna listen to yourself now, which is I'm always not, not be fun. Okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just never fun. Okay. 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 Well, current fixations. Let's talk about current fixations. Yeah. I'll go first. I, I, I wonder if I've ever said this as a current fixation. Maybe I have, but it's just been top of mind for me. And I think my love for him has grown even deeper <laughs> is Jay Shetty. And not only am I obsessed with his podcast and his content and just the way that he, he, he has this like way of delivering wisdom that is so, it feels modern and it feels approachable and you just want, you feel like you just like want to hug him. Like, Oh, I just love him so much. And I love his wife. And I just went, I went like on a deep dive of him and his wife. His wife is gorgeous. And they They're are the cutest couple ever. The cutest. They, I mean, they literally, they are the poster child for that one Instagram of siblings are dating. Like, yes, they <laughs> look the exact same. So I've been an obviously obsessed with this podcast. Um, I feel like lately he has been venturing into a space that that feels like a lot more mainstream, if that makes sense. Like before, I think he had like a lot of healers or like people in the similar industry as him, mm. whereas now he has celebrities and he has this like ing- he's like friends with Selena Gomez, Alex Cooper, Kylie or sorry, Kendall Jenner, Joe Jonas was on it. Like he, he Vanessa married, Hudgens, um, Lily Collins. He married her. I'm pretty sure. Oh, right. Like, officiated it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was like, wait, oh, he's sorry, not sorry. married. No, <laughs> no that no, was very confusing how I said I, that. I know, I know. So he, and I, I just, I'm a, a, amazed that he's able to, like, bring this conversation into more mainstream celebrities. It's and it's not just within the smaller, like, healing community. Like, he's really been, I, I'm just, oh, I'm obsessed with him. So, and. and the book. So the book is out. I haven't read it, but I, I do. It I need. I want to read. Think like a monk because okay. I think that's his like very critically acclaimed one. I really. Um, I've been also just into more like self help books lately, so I definitely as on my list. But big big news is that I think Jay Shetty is in my top three. I know. And this is this revolutionary. Is, this, is, like, this is revol. This is like you heard it here. This is like big big who's news. Who's he bumping? Is the question. So I have some sad news. Uh oh. I think Bill Hader's. Out I of knew my that's what you were gonna say. I think, I think I'm removing Bill Hader from my top three. How? I just don't feel like as giddy when I think about oh. him, and like my vagine doesn't like pulse when I think about oh. him, and it's been happening with Jay Shetty lately. So I just okay. need, I need you to follow to, the pulse. I was literally going to say you, you have to follow. You need to follow yeah. the pulse of the vagine. That is like, yes. I guess my new mantra. But Ben June, my boyfriend told me that 
Bill Hader dated Ali Wong for a what? couple months. Oh. I know. I mean, I, maybe I'm spreading some misinformation, but this is what he told me. I don't know. A couple Recent? months oh. recently. Because Ali Wong just got divorced. Did you watch Your, her latest special? I didn't watch her latest special. Which was, yeah. <laughs> she was, I mean, if she didn't get divorced after that, I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? The way she was speaking about her ex-husband is just a lot. So, okay. anyway, so apparently they dated. Can you imagine That's a little tiny random Ali- couple? Can you imagine the height difference? No. Incredible, though. But, I mean, they're both comedians, Shh. but, like, yes. weird, right? But, like. It's just like sometimes you think of these people like yes they're in the same like orbit right but you can't but you don't like them. see them coming together sure yeah yeah I also am ninety eight percent sure I saw Rachel Bilson in Altadena when I went to <gasps> go to side pie oh. this amazing pizza joint that you know I literally you marketed all over on Camber it's on like every social Free channel publicity. yeah for side pie we love side pie but mm-hmm. anyways. We were walking in Altadena, and uh, I was like, that is Rachel Bilson. And I almost was like, how's Bill? But then I remembered that <laughs> they literally dated years ago. <laughs> so anyway, so that's a big revelation. Okay, um, so do the top three Yeah, ranking. so I don't know if he's number one. I think yeah. t- Timmy is still number one. Maybe Timmy's now number one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so bump him up. Timmy and then, but okay, so John Krasinski, but it has to be John Krasinski in the office i don't mm. like him now because okay. he's like too buff i need him to look like That's a lanky funny. okay i would take him either way he's string my number bean. one i i need him a lanky string bean okay he's your number one mm-hmm. okay i didn't know that um and then i now be jay shetty i also love hassan minhaj i was gonna say i know he's like in the maybe he's the top he's five maybe yeah and i think bill Hader's number four then and okay. then and then we have hassan okay so so, yeah, I th- it's looking good. I think that's a good that's group. A, it's a great group. It's a pretty solid group. Okay, what's yeah. yours? I didn't know. I don't know. I know really, this. John Krasinski is the, the number one, like the one I've always said. Yeah. I have to get back to you on like more. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> the how I know, how hard. personality is that? I know, I'm like, like, I'll circle back with you. Let me, you know, do a little no, brainstorming. I'm like, well, I know, I know one. I know one. one we, don't need, yeah, that, we don't need yeah, more. We don't need more. I know. So, um, great. Fantastic. Okay. okay. What oh, is your one more topic on Jay Shetty? Oh, you sure. know he's going on tour. So yes, I do know. I want to get so tickets. So this is this is let's talk about this. Um so I love Jay Shetty, of course. Yeah. I just literally professed my love for him and said that he pulls <laughs> my machine, so there's that. But does he pulse it enough for me to endure the parking <laughs> and the situation <laughs> at the YouTube theater next to SoFi? Very Only fair question. very <laughs> few people can get me to the forum or to SoFi yes. or to YouTube yes. theater. Yes. So lately, I've been to YouTube theater. It, it is an immaculate theater. I will give you that. Okay. I give it that. It is brand new. It's gorgeous. And also, every seat in the house, you could see. It's like that's one of the, great. you know, it's like the yes. Greek theater. Yes. Anywhere oh, you're sitting, you can see. That's my favorite venue. Yeah, the Greek is great. Um. We went to go see Phoenix at the YouTube theater, and I was really scared because of the parking situation. But then it ended up being fine because nothing was happening at SoFi or the Forum that night. Oh, so you have to, like, coordinate, a cr- coordinate calendars exactly. across the venue. Exactly. So I was like, oh, it, there's no – you know, it's so nice. We just parked. It was so easy. Perfect. But, yeah, if there was something at SoFi, was there, if there was, like, no. a football game, no way. So, anyways. But – and then I went to Harry at the Forum. Oh, my God, we need to no, talk about that. No, we're not. <laughs> Okay, we're not talking about this. 
So I went to go see Harry at the forum and I was kind of drunk. So I don't remember the like um, mess of going in and out. You know what I mean? So that was like kind of fine. But But it is a mess. It is a mess. But I forgot about it because I was drunk. Then um, the last time I was there was for John Mulaney, which like not worth the trouble that we experienced to get into that fucking venue for John Mulaney. At YouTube? At the forum. Yeah. No. So. So anyways. So Ben Jun was like, oh, do you want to go to Jay Shetty? And I was like, this, look, I love Jay Shetty. I'm just, I need to weigh the pros and cons of getting there. I didn't know the venue. I honestly, like, I'm I'm really not into concerts anymore. I'm going to, I know, something is like, I, I just get, the parking, the parking, the parking and the logistics and right. the timing takes away from the experience. You know, okay, I've long had this theory. I kind of feel similarly about travel. I adore travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's the, like the getting there and the getting home can ruin it. It can completely like, ruin it. I just wish there, I'm like, make I or break. Um, also, if you want to go, like, it's just. No, it is. Especially, yeah, especially if like you have to do a connecting flight or it's whatever. It's like, ah, it's not worth it. Like, right. I think. That's like you have to be so enamored with the magic of like being in that place or right. going to that concert right. or whatever that exactly. get you the, over that hump of the logistics. And there's only a couple people that would do that. I was willing to do it for Harry. I am willing and ready to do it for Taylor Swift. Absolutely. That's it. I'm do- I don't. I literally <laughs> no, I don't think that. I'm going to see anyone th- else. That's like a different ranking. You Unless know, of like- it's free. Honestly, no. I don't know. Okay, sisters, let's talk about hair shedding. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed and shedding? Since having kids, have you started seeing a little more of your scalp? Hi, I've been there. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Ugh, thinning hair just isn't the vibe. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Amen. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth just doesn't cut it. Nutrafol has multiple formulas that are tailored to give your hair what it needs to grow through different stages, such as postpartum, like me. After I gave birth, I noticed that around the crown of my head, my hair was shedding. I've been taking Nutrafol for almost three months at this point, and I am not kidding you when my husband, my friends, my family have been commenting on how long, strong, and healthy my hair has been looking lately. I mean, sisters, if you've been watching OK Sister on YouTube, you've seen my hair. While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for six months. I mean, 86% is a lot of women. Take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code OKSIS. 
Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Anyways, so I just don't know if Jay Shetty is is like, I feel like he's going to probably put it on a, his podcast, one okay. of the episodes. I don't know, like what really could he... I guess we'll just sit there and like listen to his wisdom, which is great, of course. But it's like I have his podcast for that. Like it doesn't really. You know, that's so interesting, though, of like does having access to all the content like reduce the need for the in-person? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because I did go to the How Long Gone live podcast. But that was at the Troubadour. It was like very low stakes and low risk. Yeah. But um, and they were really I liked what they did where they said we're not putting those as podcast episodes because we want to incentivize people to actually go. Right. I think it's incentive enough to like be in their presence and like be seeing them live because they don't do video anyway. So we never see them. Oh, yeah. Um, see, you have to have something extra. Like, yeah. That so entices people right. to actually put in the effort. I don't know if I've ever talked about how long gone on. OK, sis, because it's so <laughs> off brand for me. But I have become like utterly honestly that should be my cur- I'm sure it's been a current fixation I don't know it's a very bro podcast but it is uh okay so my friend Emma who works at thing testing she and I were just like we we're like virtual friends like we have like zoom coffee dates it's so cute she lives in Miami and she recommended uh how long gone to me because she knows the the one of the podcast hosts and I I was like okay let me listen like Emma's cool like you know whatever she, she recommends cool yeah and <laughs> And the next time I went on a Zoom coffee day with her, I said, Emma, you changed my entire life. And she was like, what? What What did I do? And I was like, I don't think you understand. Like, I'm obsessed with How Long Gone. I have gone back and listened to every single episode. Yes. I haven't done that for a podcast in y- – I don't think I've ever done that. Right. Maybe I've, for the how toast, I built this. 
Fest or something like back in the day. Sure, OG. but how I built this is like it's you're going back to find the people. I literally right. just listened to every episode, no matter binging, if it was the guest or not. A TV show. Yeah. Oh gosh. So yeah, that's been definitely okay. Like but when sat you put my that psyche. on in the car for me and Brett, it was we were on no. The way back that was a weird albums, episode. I was like, it was a bad I episode. Don't get it. It was a bad. It was a really bad episode. I and I hate that feeling when you want to show someone something right. you love the and then worst. you don't know if that episode is going to be good or not and then it's the worst episode. No, you have to yeah. like pre-vet it because you're sh- it's like you're bearing part of your soul. You're like and now new exactly and like and that impression like was bad. Soured on it, but I want to give it another shot. I'll send you. I'll listen to some and then and send you ones like that I these think are that the premium ones. Yes, it, it is intriguing to me though that you went back and listened to the whole back catalog Everything. without like you didn't even skip if you're like you know how far into a book they have to get or do you have to get to be like oh I'm not going to finish this fifty you know? pages if I can't if I am dreading I made a rule for myself it okay. life is too short to read bad books okay and i under i think of it as like a sunk cost i used to think of it as like a sunk cost right but now i'm just like no you know what my time is a fucking sunk cost (laughs) at this point so my rule is 50 pages and if i can't keep going and i'm like dreading it like you don't want to read right okay well actually this gets to my current fixation oh yeah we haven't even oh my god i was like we're gonna have a 30 minute episode yeah right okay um, what's your current fixation? Okay, well, this is this is a like it's still a current fixation after a year of purchasing my Kindle on yes. Black Friday last year. Thank you to my brother. Wait, I have a big update. Oh my I, god, I put the Kindle on my Hanukkah list. <gasps> I'm so excited. I texted Kenzie and I said, "Wait, so this is interesting. I want to see which one you got." Okay. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna get Matthew it. Matthew is my in-house IT guy. My brother. <laughs> he guy yeah he tells me he was like i was like which one do i need to get he got me my amazon fire stick oh god that's so funny he's like your brand that i'm doing all this amazon stuff (laughs) (laughs) he's like the strategist yes or he is my live strategist sorry sorry wire cutter that but he's also like the points guy he's amazing with the credit card stuff oh yeah there are people like that yeah Yeah. and that and that is your brother that is is a skill that That is is a skill he's also a linkedin influencer (laughs) <laughs> which <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on the <laughs> LinkedIn influencers. Okay. So, sorry. Uh, the Kindle, I was like putting together my Hanukkah list. I send it to my parents every okay. year. Okay. They don't really get me anything, but I just send it just in case because if they did get me something, then it should be from, it should be from yeah. something I Agreed. want. The biggest things I want, though, are the Beast smoothie maker okay, that's a year in the making you still want that that's still it's still something i want i know it was on my list exactly last year. so that is something yes, and then i want yeah i was like yeah how do you know that um i want an aura ring but i want the like very expensive gold one so there's that okay and then i want the apple airpod max are those the, the big oh, headphones the big right so those are my big things and then i said kindle as like a third Five. fourth you know on the list okay but I was looking on Amazon and the reason historically why I've been anti Kindle yeah. is because the screen is so little. If they had made a screen that is bit, it, it mimics. Uh, I promise you, everyone's like, no, the screen looks I like g- a page I of a I book. I never thought about When that. you put it next to a page of a book, a, a, the book is bigger. You know, every you're time right. you're right. And I yep. hate that. Why is not the Kindle just look the same size as the book? It doesn't bother me. I know it doesn't bother anyone. It bothers me to an nth degree. But they came out with a new one this year that is bigger because you can, like, write on it, whatever. But it's Clever. significantly more money. I'm well, talking, like, no $600 yeah, versus the, whatever, $200. I know. I know. So and I got Black Friday deal. I know. So, Savvy anyways, I texted here. Kenzie Elizabeth and I said, yo, 
don't don't look into i was like don't think too much into this but what kindle do you have <laughs> like what do you recommend <laughs> she's been trying to convert me of forever. course she's very good she, she should be getting kickback from she's Amazon. a kindle influencer yeah like that's what she that's is. what i aspire to be yeah i tell people I i'm like this is life-changing like i will ra- rarely say that something is life-changing the two things in recent history apple airpods yeah and the Kindle. Yeah. Interesting. And so the Kindle specifically with the Libby app. I know. You're obsessed with the Libby app. I'm obsessed. I can't do it. I have a library card. I actually have three library cards. <laughs> Digital library cards. This is the most on-brand sentence for you. I, know. I have three library cards. <laughs> Maxing out the system. <laughs> oh, my God. Because then I get books for free and I on the Kindle, so ebooks, and I do audiobooks. Yeah, I, I still have never done an audiobook. I really enjoy them. Sometimes, like, you're not in the mood for podcast, you're not in the mood for, for music, and you want to. I just feel hear like I would get. Story. I just feel like I would uh, start daydreaming. Because sometimes for podcasts, I listen to them, and then I'm like, oh, I don't, like, hear what they just. Yeah. And then I have to go back because it's like an audiobook. You can't miss something. Right. So that's my only big thing, but I haven't tried. Okay, okay so you. So the Kindle is your current fixation. Right. So, okay, so I set a goal for myself. I'm not a big, like, New Year's resolutions type of girl, but right. I was like, attainable things. I want to read more. Also, under your influence, because you always have good book racks. Yeah. And when, I love it when you tell me of a book hangover. Uh, I'm like, well, then I'm it's really. Always good. in pursuit of having a book hangover exactly if it doesn't give me a hangover honestly i don't i don't think i'm gonna start recommending them like i need you to, need to be discerning i need to your recs carry weight i think i should make a scale actually in my tiktok videos where i say Ooh, how how much hungover. of a book how hungover I book like hungover that. am i right now wait that's perfect that's great because i i've been i've been like yeah toying with like what is what the, what do i do with the this thing because right. okay I like so that. When you say you have a book hangover, I'm like, well, I got to read it. Anywho, decided I wanted to read a book a month. And I've far exceeded that, I think, due nice. to the Kindle. Because number one, so light weight. And I bring it with me everywhere. So I'm like less on my phone. Yeah. But I kind of have to trick my mind, too, to get off my phone. I'm like addicted to the phone. So this is like a good substitute. Yeah. The Kindle. And you, yeah, you just always have a book. It's great. That... I do believe of the reading quicker. It is a weird phenomenon with the Kindle yeah. reading more and re- reading quicker. It I don't, I don't know what it is. That's what I like. Yeah. I don't know motivated. what it is. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's what it is. Okay. So great. So that let's, that, that leads us into, it about, starts with us. Yes. So Coho, our dearly the beloved infamous. Coho, you know, did you, did you read her? Uh, it's just so fascinating that she literally wrote a book because of TikTok. Because oh, in the forward, she was like, this is a gift to all my readers because It Ends With Us was what? going viral on TikTok. Like, that's insane. That it the power. Dri- that it drove her to write a sequel to this book because people were so wow. begging her for for more of Lily and Atlas. I missed so that. I read It Ends With Us a long ass time ago but i went to a bookstore and just like read the last 10 pages or so <laughs> just to like that was clever br- brush it up i know and then you had told me a little bit yeah. about the, the plot again and then i started reading it starts with us i'm halfway through and i don't love it I, it's not enough to abandon but i am like meh it doesn't have the same power as it ends with us. I also just feel like nothing has happened. I'm I like halfway through. I'm like, I had the same feeling. I'm I like, was like, 
just going back Am and forth. Am I still at the beginning? Yeah. Like, it was weird. I agree. So, I mean, you finished it. I'm done. Yeah, I finished what it. What would you give it in a book hangover scale? <laughs> it's hard because you have to separate your love for the characters and those stories. Right. Which, like, yes, I'm always happy to hear more about their lives. But, like, I want you to finish it before I give my official. Okay, because, okay. like, I uh, one comment I wanted to have may spoil things for you. But something about it felt just a little too on the nose for me mm, okay that's good to know yeah all right so we'll 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 circle, follow, back. We'll circle back on that <laughs> um you should read ugly love so yeah so i've only read it ends with us and it starts with us from coho oh yeah ugly love is my favorite okay I'm a, I'm an anti I'm an anti Verity girly. I've, yeah, I've no. been I've I'm on the record saying okay. I'm anti Verity. Um, she did come out with an extra, uh, chapter that I read. Yeah, lately it was like a Target exclusive. Coho is like racking it in. Seriously, yeah, she's like Taylor Knows Swift. What to- she is doing? <laughs> Literally, Coho thinks she's Taylor Swift. <laughs> you Target exclusive. Here. So. Um. Yeah, the Verity extra chapter was whack. I mean, just uh, it's still yeah. it gets even. She is that woman's mind. I fear for her. I fear a little for a little her. bit. Yeah. Okay, let's get into Camber. I think that's that's all we need to chat about. Okay. I mean, we were gonna chat about White Lotus, but the thing is, by the time this airs, uh, the finale will be done, and we will likely be wrong. Yeah, we're gonna do little <laughs> predictions, but I think we're fine. I will say. Oh my God! Wait, hello. Albie is in my top three now. <gasps> How okay, can wait. we forget? Okay, so, okay, okay. Wait, redo, 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 redo. redo. <laughs> number one, Timmy. Oh number, my God. Number two, Albie. Number three, Jay Shetty. Number four, John Krasinski. Oh, uh, number four, me. Bill Hader. Number four, Bill Hader. Number five, John Krasinski. Number six, Hassan Minhaj. John just went John like, from two. John went from two to six. From <laughs> two to five. <laughs> Um, How yeah, the tables have Albie, turned. I totally forgot. Yeah, to you say, have been posting about him. Albie, I'm not. I've never been the type of girlie that like posts like photo shoots of men <laughs> on their Instagram story. But like when I saw that photo shoot that he posted, I was I I couldn't believe how gorgeous this man is. I am utterly obsessed. Did you tell me he hooked up with someone on? He set? hooked up with Portia. Yeah, so okay. they hooked up, which My- I don't love. Because I didn't love them in the, sh- in the yeah. she did not respect him no. and she did not she took him for granted. Agreed. And I'm so mad at her. And my prediction is Portia is the floating is body. The de- is the dead. That's my prediction. But we don't and let's know. see if I'm wrong. And we don't know who the other people. Right. Because it was mentioned that guests, plural. <laughs> <laughs> right. I know. A little ASMR. Anyways, but White Lotus, we love. Um, I'm and so we love excited, Albie. but I'm going to be your favorite really character? sad when it's over because it's such a great Sunday activity. I know it's something to look it. forward to. It's like Sunday scaries the weekend. Totally. Yeah. Well, who's your favorite character? Um, I was going to say Daphne, like mostly for her wardrobe and because of bold type. <laughs> exactly. We, just, we missed her on our screen. I just, literally. Yeah. I'm like that character in bold type. Oh. Did you see Guan just hanging out with um with Daphne with Megan Fahey? <gasps> yeah. Where? When? Why? Um, they were at dinner together last night. I saw on Instagram. Wow. Oh yeah. uh, well, I'm they were on the bold. They did go on the toast. Um, yeah. All the bold type girlies. 
she i'm so happy for her that she has this role oh like amazing. i really I, I want the rest of the I, type girlies to have other roles like i just feel like they're kind of like what happened i know i miss them Ugh. i i hope it this just like escalates her career Maybe too rewatch the bull type that'd be a good rewatch actually oh it's so good it's so good and there's nothing really and like the guy it. that the guy that daphne is with in the bull type is oh my god so what else is he in I like he's I don't like know. a Hallmark movie guy. He's just like a hot guy. You know? Yeah, he like just, always like, plays the hot he's guy. He's hot guy. Yeah, uh, yeah. So We're here for it. Yeah. Okay. So let's get into Gamber. <laughs> okay. So sisters. Um, this obviously, is so typical. Yeah, I was like, okay, I was like, wait, what are we talking about next? So Camber. Um, dear listeners, dear sisters, obviously you know about Gamber, or else maybe this is your first episode. Welcome. <laughs> Um, so Camber is a mobile app that Lauren and I co-founded. So We're co-founders. We started a motherfucking business like, <laughs> who gave us any, like, I can't believe we started a business. I, I think about that all the time. It, it is. I was talking to my mom about some stuff this morning and I was like, yeah, and then we're doing this and we're doing that. I was like. We have a business. We have like who, a who? Who am I? Who am I? Who am <laughs> I? How did this happen? Right. Yeah. So we'll get, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk just, you know, about, about how this all came to be, but Camber is a social recommendations platform. It's essentially a social and community driven version of Google Maps. Um, the major functionality on the app right now is that you can sit, like list all your favorite places by city, follow friends, and then see everything on a map view. And the reason this all came to be is because I was always that friend that Lauren would text for recommendations and sisters you've probably either sent or received a text like this like hey could you send me your recs for Los Angeles or Austin or whatever the case is and I would send her a screenshot of the notes app or a google doc and it was just this very disjointed process and it's we kept coming up against it and we we just we were like why isn't there a dedicated platform that you could streamline the exchange of these really cool places. But then there was a social component to it. There was a social graph and it was driven by community and the people that you trust that, you know, and that we, you even know, exactly. right? We were like, we were looking at Yelp and it was so anonymous and it was like these random people writing like negative reviews about places. Very untrustworthy, very ad driven. Inauthentic. And then we looked at Google Maps and it's so, it's, we call it single, single sided. Single player mode. Single player mode. Yeah. Um, because like it's, you can li- it's not social. Who's, exactly. You're not going to share that with people and it's, it's not like cool and cute. It's, it's also kind of anonymous. Right. So Google Maps, um, you know, you you can list things out on Google Maps, but you're not going to follow your friends on Google right. Maps. Again, there isn't that social graph element to it. So we really looked around the market, could not find something that either spoke to our generation, spoke to us, made us feel like excited to have a presence, a digital presence uh, for something like this. And Lauren was actually my first boss out of college, which is so crazy. When I think back um, to that time, we worked at this B2B fashion tech company in Los Angeles and she was 25 running I remember this so specifically because you told me at 25 was the was the year that you began to love yourself and then I, when I turned 25 I was I was like wait where where's the love like, Lauren told me the Lauren told me that it would it, suddenly it, dawn upon me that I would the love stroke myself. of midnight <laughs> yeah Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. 
You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. I think now I'm beginning to feel more love for myself. You've had so much growth this year. It's unbelievable. I know. This year has definitely been pivotal for me. So I think, yeah, 28, I think, is when you start to. And that's when the um, Saturn return, I think, happens. You and no more. No idea. Anyways, so... Um, yeah, you were 25 it when you were nuts. running that office, which is just so insane. Because I, I remember looking at you and thinking you were so much, not was, so old, no, but yeah. like so much more established and mature than me. And it was so fascinating because you were 25. I was 25. There is a big difference though. You were, you, it was your first job, job out of undergrad. Right. And you would, of course, that had internship experience, but it was like right. your first job. Maddie made the best first impression. She, the second day of her job. She comes in early. She had brought little cold a cold brew for everyone in the yeah. office and put it at our desk. It was, was so Was it the cute. La Colombe, which what I no. or Verb? Stumptown. Stumptown. That's what it was. It was you're like, this is my favorite. And we my were my favorite coffee. But even like before when you were interviewing and we were like, oh, she just like the culture fit was so important. Yeah. We knew like yeah. automatically from then that, that we was were gonna an, click. Yeah, that was an amazing not an amazing job but an amazing yeah. team that we yes. worked like we had four girls in the in the LA office and like we just got along so well and it was oh it's a, it's something I'm so excited to recreate with Camber when we build a team wait. like that was the I think about those years so fondly yes. just because of all the memories we had and just the it we just it worked so perfectly and I'm so excited to model that exactly for yeah. when we build out a team yeah. for Camber. It's going to be amazing. It was such an incredible balance, too. Like, we would all be so driven and motivated and, like... But then also so silly. It's so... Th- yes. Like, Friday... What do we call it? Friday turn up? Yeah, which, like... <laughs> 
literally so chuggy. Why did we call it that? That's so embarrassing. We mostly just we needed go- like a way to finish the this Friday afternoon and, we, and get we, through with like great music. And we had like speakers and we would just like blast music and just like twerk and like dance. <laughs> like we were so crazy. We were but so silly. It was so it was so fun. But anyway, so we time. we stayed in touch, obviously, um, and just kept coming across this issue. And I, and we were just like. Let's fucking solve Let's it. Let's do it. I remember we had like one brainstorming session on like a Sunday at your grandparents' house. And then we were like, what, where does this even, <laughs> how do we even start to ideate this? Like what, what, what do we even do? I mean, we never, we're first time founders. Yeah, we we never, don't know. We don't know how to start a business or anything. And really, um, you know, people always ask like, how do you start? Like, what are the first steps? I think the biggest thing I've learned and you can see if this is something that that uh, fits with you, but there is not one way to do things. And that's, you know, there's not one rubric. There's not one formula, although that might overwhelm you. That also should liberate you because then you can really define how the path looks for yourself. So for us. You know, most companies would argue that doing branding is actually non-essential for a startup or, mm-hmm. or like not the first step to to putting a, a product in market. Totally. Right. And so we did that exact thing. Um, the first thing we did, <laughs> we did was the opposite of what we, people tell you we to did, do. Yeah, we we didn't build the app first. We we hired a branding agency and we created the world of Camber, which to this day, I think was one of the most pivotal and and important and moments best decisions I we agree. ever did I agree. because what happened was we created the world and the feeling of camber and it was then so so easy yeah to distill that into the product and just completely let it flow through the product if we i can't even Imagine if we were doing the UI UX without the oh, branding. No it would way. look like shit. It, but it, it wouldn't even like look. any other platform out there, and we had to differentiate it. Exactly. That There's the something point. that happens when people approach Camber for the first time. It's a feeling, it's an automatic understanding of what it is. Delight. Delight. Uh, exploration. F- uh, fun. Yes. Friendly community. People yeah, feel so happy when they come in contact yeah. with the brand. And that was, uh, and then it also was so ironclad and just so easy then to distill into social, to mm-hmm. just go into graphics. Like true, every true, single true. thing has been so much easier yes. because we had established that from the very beginning. That's so that's kind of what I say. Yeah. Like I just, and that's an example of not really doing what people, true, you know, <laughs> like advise. So but that also yeah. helped us so much in terms of understanding and defining like our DNA. Like, yeah, I remember we were doing the uh, branding and our agency showed us like an image with luggage. And we're like, you know, we're not really just a travel app. Like we are a community app. We're mm-hmm. about and like our tagline, pl- a place for places and for like bringing you closer to that next great place. But it's not just that one trip you take once a year yeah we don't want you to abandon camber just like when you go to italy in the summer like we want you to use it daily to have weekly usage and behaviors of finding local spots and 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 you know all those daily decisions of like where to go with your friends or like what new restaurant to take or like even takeout like what are i go you know you're always going to the same spots everyone to be able to discover that way 
on, from a local perspective is just been everything to us. So yeah. there's n- it's not of course you can build lists in other cities and you can plan your trips, you know, with Camber, of course. But really where the the at least my favorite use case is the localized uh, on the go discovery. Agree. For sure. Even when I'm like driving around the city and I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, save it to my camera. I mean, go li- there. I mean, literally today I was in Silver Lake and me and my friend, uh, we wanted to go get food. I was like, oh, let me check my camera. Yeah. Like what's around here? So and it's just so simple to aggregate all that information of all your friends and yeah. where they're recommending. Yeah. So. <coughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> audio platform so uh, after that really um i mean i'll just streamline the 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 timeline but yeah we did the branding then we hired a a ui ux and a development agency to actually you know build out the mvp both of us uh you know this was a side hustle doing it on the side we would meet every every uh uh, saturday during covid we went to outside outside in her parents backyard every Saturday and worked on the business. Um, and really it got to a point where I had to come on it full time. And obviously sisters, you know, that whole journey that was a year ago, I've documented it (laughs) (laughs) a lot on this podcast and what that meant, um, you know, taking that leap. And then it's, and since then we have, uh, the beta app has been in public in the public beta, so anyone can download it on Test Flight right now. It's not yep. in the app store just yet, but that's coming in a couple months. And throughout this past year, we've you know really really leaned into content and community. And uh, the TikTok success has been just pivotal to everything that we've built. Yep. It has been the number one u- user acquisition tool. It's also been the way that we have directly penetrated and connected with our community and our audience, and like made like got them right away like it's been the most incredible tool um so that's really where we spent most of our energy this past year and I think I've also documented a lot on this podcast of you know uh existential like crises of like are we a tech company but we're non-technical and you know what do we do with the business and I guess what I'm trying to say is (laughs) (laughs) this is like a rambling situation but what I learned from this whole year was Go towards things that are working Mm -hmm. and like fuel your energy into things that are working and that you enjoy. So for us, we kind of took a step back when I think this was in March when I was really, really struggling um, just with not feeling like there was control because we are non-technical and, you know, we have an app. So things break. Things happen. I felt just so out of control because the main product is something that I literally have no control over fixing or doing right which is crazy so I but we took a step back and we were like what parts of the business are working and we just were like I mean the TikTok is growing and let's amplify let's just put all our energy towards that and everything else will kind of fall into place and that's really what happened I think obviously we wanted to go into the app store much sooner but you know things happen technology and then also back-end admin things we had to transition to a c-corp we are currently raising money which you sisters know a ton (laughs) all about that i've been documenting as well so all these steps had to happen before we go to the app store and i think we've just come to terms with yeah it might be a little slower um and i'd rather that and and being able to uh feel confident in what Mm -hmm. we're building um in order to do it get it there yeah yeah we We've definitely found this incredible niche. I mean, I I was so skeptical of TikTok. Maddie was 
such a champion for TikTok and I could not be more like happier that we went that route. Yeah. But this is, I do joke. I'm like, Maddie could tell me like, we're going to jump off this bridge. I'm like, great. And she's going to be like, well, cause there's this thing and it's going to catch us and we're going to have this amazing experience. Yeah. And like, like I will follow you. I will listen to yeah. you because you, you like think it through, you know what you're doing. And like yeah. you had great reason to go to TikTok. And then when we started to pop off in like the LA niche, that's really, I think, what took us off. And I love that Maddie can't go anywhere in L.A. without getting recognized. People are like, you're Camber. Yeah, you're the Camber girl. You're the I camper know. Girl. It's been so surreal. Even today, um, I was like walking down the street at Silver Lake and two people came up to me and were like, wait, you're that girl from TikTok. I know your face. Yeah. I went to. Um, it finds our right audience. It's And it's so, I mean, every time someone says that, I feel such gratitude. And it's also just kind of like a little nod from the universe it feels like so of right. being like you're in the right place yeah. like you're doing the right things no matter how low I get in this entrepreneurship journey no matter how many rejections we get from investors like it and it pierces at your self-worth like uh, unlike any mm-hmm. experience you will ever go through and you know lately I've been thinking a lot about the glamorization of entrepreneurship and um, I have this founder friend, Allie, who started a amazing book marketplace called Copper, and I'm utterly obsessed with it. I'm surprised I haven't talked about it here. Just so sisters, if you know, I now am using Copper for all my book recommendations. I okay. tried Goodreads. I tried Storygraph. I don't know, something about it. I just could not get into it. Why are you laughing? I'm laughing at the time that... Um, an app spammed your entire okay, contact. No, we list. can't talk about that. It'll, it'll trigger me. I can't. I'll start crying. Um, so Copper is, a, is, an app, is where I keep all my books. Um, you should definitely follow me there. Uh, I think it's in my link in bio. But um, and I like categorized everything into like holiday romance, really steamy romance. My favorite books of 2022. So, so I have this. all this all these lists and things. Anyways. She posted something um, and I saw her in person a couple weeks ago and, you know, she was she was also raising money and I think going through it as, you know, we all are. And she posted on Instagram this really heartbreaking caption about how, you know, people told her that entrepreneurship was going to be hard, but she didn't really believe them or understand. And there's so much tied to your self-worth and she really felt like she wasn't enjoying life, like fully, fully enjoying her life. And, you know, any moment that she felt joy, she thought, oh, no, I should be sucking like every challenge out of every moment of my day. And I should be. And I felt that very, very intensely of like when I'm resting or not working on Camber, I get this like shame and guilt and that if I'm not stressed, then it means I'm not working hard enough. Like or like if I'm not if I'm not feeling challenge every moment of every day I'm like oh wait I'm not I'm not doing this right it's such a myth like imagine if you were in a nine to five like not your own company and you wouldn't feel that way yeah you wouldn't feel like stressed because it's your own company and you you feel like yeah like it's tied to your self-worth yeah that feeling can come about it's just such I mean my sister Scout has all, I mean, her whole book, Emotional yeah. Entrepreneur, I mean, she's talked about this at nauseum that there is just, it is, it is an experience that 
no one can prepare you for. Absolutely not. And it is so glamorized to a degree that I honestly have like tell literally Allison was like, I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy. <laughs> I was like, same. It's just, you know, it is something so and I, I I'm not saying this to like discourage anyone from starting no. a business. Like there's obviously beautiful parts about it. Like I, I I and I always am constantly needing to remind myself of that. Like the other day I like went to a workout class at like ten AM and like didn't need to like you know, tell anyone yeah. I did that or like be on edge about looking at my phone, like things like that and the lifestyle and the schedule I've been able to create for myself and um, just the freedom. And then the highs are so high because mm-hmm. it's all on you and it's you all, get to yeah, celebrate. Exactly. So there's obviously um, um, moments. And I saw this tweet that was like, I'd rather have the ups and downs and the stress of um, a startup life than the like boredom of a nine to five or like the, yeah. the, the, the like, you the know, roller whatever. coaster versus just like a straight line right like average. I'd rather have the, the even in the lowest moments like I'd rather have that than to have a, so, like than to be in a in a path that's uh-huh. not right for me basically yes. yeah and so this is the right path for me and yes it's fucking tricky and all the hard time. but like always knowing what you not knowing things and then like knowing what you don't know and being okay with that it is that's all that is what <laughs> that, that was such is. that was such a mouthful but that like, is mind that is what entrepreneurship is being comfortable with not knowing right every single thing I don't know one thing I do not know anything at all you guys <laughs> like people think I like having we don't have any we answers the other we day. look at each other yeah go what on. was the other day um uh we got an email saying our tax Oh God! Anything. Whatever, whatever tax related. I go to the, I go to the accountant. What does this mean? Do what do I need to do? Accountant, go to the HR platform. HR platform. What does this mean? What do I need to do? <laughs> They're like, you need to go into the this and the da da. What? Why didn't you tell me this before? Excuse it is me. Such like, a runaround. But okay. But this is, I think, one of the most important things about being an entrepreneur is having the right people in your network. Like yes. having incredible people support. around you to support you and to help find your way and find the answers to things that you do not know. Everything is about finding the answers around you. That's so true. I mean, I mean, obviously like there's a, there's Google. You could do that. There is, but there is, we have an accountant, we have a lawyer, we have a copyright person, we have a trademark, we have a, like I have all of these people at my arsenal. We have our developers. We have, you know, there's, there's so many. It takes a village. It takes a village. And, and, and also I have this amazing network of female founders Mm -hmm. that I can like tap into. That's how we found the accountant. And like everything like connects in this weird web. Yes. And even with the fundraise, right. We have an advisor who helped us with the pitch and the story and crafting the deck. I would have been so lost of like what to do in that case and where to start. So that was someone that supported us through that process. Then the outreach happened. Uh, We have a whole list of people that we were able to tap into to then connect us to investors and get warm intros. That was insane. And like that process, I had no idea what to do, but I just... Just asked people to connect us. Right. But the, and we started, I, like, we sat down together and we're like, okay, who's the list? Okay, make the list. What does the email say? Write the email. Write like, the email. Like, like, every little step, we're like, okay, we can, we can do this. We can, we can do, do this, this tiny thing. We can do this next tiny thing. Yeah. And, and then, then you're ta- doing the big thing. I, yeah. I talk about this all the time on OKSIS. Like, every single thing is this micro, micro task. True. So, like, I think a lot of people 
get really um, overwhelmed about, oh, starting a business. Da, da, da. And it, it is really when you think about it, it is overwhelming. But like yeah. you if you do want to start, it needs to be truly distilled into the most micro micro tasks and exactly what you said like so for the fundraise i we separated it out into different stages so one is the deck creating stage okay then it's the outreach stage then it's the scheduling stage then it's the actual pitches then it's the follow-ups like every single stage had like 15 different like little micro micro subtax tasks and that and then you just literally go one by one by one that's it yeah and then now we're at the phase of the follow-ups and so it's just you know and i um you know i don't know how to follow up i don't know how to like like closing the deal like all of that is new when you get um like we're getting um offers what do they mean i like when we got our first offer I honestly didn't even know what anything. I don't like know reading what, gibberish. Yeah. I don't know what valuations mean. I don't know anything. Right. <laughs> so then I asked, I asked my friend who knew someone in investment banking. He got on a call with me, ex- broke it down for me exactly what this valuation meant, what, how much of my business I'd be giving away all of the terms. And I literally then from there, I was like, Oh, everything clicks. I totally get it now. And then I would go back to investors and be able to be Which, like, we're only selling 20% of our company. So it has to be this post money valuation. And it's so funny though, because you can read it. Like you can prepare all you want and it's, yeah. it doesn't, until I read you're fucking in venture it, deals. Exactly. Like, I be- That's what I was I referring did, to. Yeah. It's like, you do your work you think you're preparing but you're like nothing can really prepare you until it's like rubber meets the road like we are in this thing now a hundred percent figure it out and that's what we always say to each other i love that we're like we'll figure it out we'll figure it out it'll get done every time we figure it out because i really actually that's a really good point is and this is something we say a lot is like the research phase like yes of course you can prepare whatever but and I think we actually had when we had the conf- confidence uh, episode, we talked about this is like it need that there too much research actually is unproductive. Stalls you and you're it stalls going in circles. You and you also yeah. don't really like internalize it as much as you think you would yeah. as you are when you are in it. And that's so true. That exact thing happened. I knew what a post money valuation exactly. was. We both people. Yeah. People explained it to us. But until someone gave us an offer <laughs> and it was in our exact this is the amount that you are giving away for your company this is what it means i will never like have clicked. known it until it was happening to me i felt that exact same way right yeah. so i think that's a really good lesson of you're you going you have to start and you're going to learn things as you evolve and move through it and you'll be able to tap into that network um of people yeah yeah, the, the people are just so important because every person that we have, it's like, like you said, they came from someone else who came from someone else and it's like they were vetted. And we have our really incredible network of female founders that help us. That's been, that has been honestly critical. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've been literally talking for 55 minutes. <laughs> oh my God, we have got to wrap up. So let's talk a bit about what people can expect. Okay. So everyone knows that we're in the middle of the fundraise. Um, we are still polishing a lot new a lot of really really cool know, new, features new features on the app oh my god the new features are amazing a lot more social touch points a lot more hyper personalization um more editorialized content so things coming from us and the camber uh voice and more of those types of recommendations things you've been seeing on tiktok but then basically in the app 
and um, the app will is getting ready right now, and we're going to submit it to the App Store in a couple months, starting in Q1 of 2023. Okay. And um, all, everyone knows about the fundraise. That's um, in the final stages. We're going to be hiring a founding engineer and really bringing all that development in-house and then start to – Start to fucking do the damn thing. Yeah. Really what the t- our 2023 goals are, app store launch, um, a lot of the marketing efforts and community building will still remain in L.A. to start. Um, obviously, you can use camera, you know, anywhere, anywhere and you can start building out uh, lists anywhere you are and start b- following your friends on them. Um, but we are going to be continuing with our in-person events in in LA which has been our favorite part the best part we love meeting everyone they come to the events they people come solo they don't know anyone and they meet each other and then they're, and they're they friends, friends outside of our events it's honestly like if we have done anything like that's that is like heart warm like yeah yeah heartwarming like we provided a space for people to basically find their friend their people that's, in yeah. the city that's insane that we than that yeah so continuing to do that and then expanding to to other cities to by other the cities. end of next year I know. that's i'm so excited for that because i feel like yes. we've really set up this incredible blueprint of like how to find cool things to do in LA through our newsletter yes. and like all through the TikTok, and then we can bring that to other cities other cities and yeah sisters so i mean obviously you'll be up to date on when everything is launching and happening and obviously we along. want to follow you on camber and you know see all of your recommendations and places um feel free to share the app with your friends and just all like such exciting things ahead i know i want to know everyone's favorite place or like a place that they recommend that or like a cool spot they've been lately i know um you join our geneva yeah join our geneva but also like that that should be the the cta oh the cta (laughs) is what i don't know if you do make a tiktok of this oh make a tiktok of this Alyssa. (laughs) i talked to my intern through through the podcast i'm like Alyssa, take note um yeah, the CTA should be download the beta app. Well, yeah, and recommend the and recommend place. a place, and then that follow us and at yes. Maddie Mayo. No, we don't have a username. Sorry, no, Maddie Mayo, <laughs> Lauren Wolfen. <laughs> I was like, fuck, as if they don't know our names. I know. Um, all right, well, thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on thank the pod. Thank you for having this me. This was delightful. A long time coming. I think this was the perfect time for you to come. Um, we'll obviously have you back when, when the app launch. store is it. App Store. The app is in the App Store, and we're doing the official thing, and then uh, that's gonna be nuts because Scout can like interview us. Yeah, Scout can like interview us as founders. As founders, I know it's so cute. Like I said, it's this amazing group community. Okay, sis community that we get to be. Friends. I know, so amazing. All right, love you, sisters. Follow Camber at Camber at, App. Um, and the podcast at, okay at co- no at OK Sis Podcast. Yeah. I know, but you said at OK Sis. Sorry. You need to g- make sure we are clear about the CTAs <laughs> at Otkesis Podcast. <laughs> and I the love you. Five's a review. And go <laughs> follow Jay Shetty <laughs> and see if you're a Tell Maddie and Scout how amazing they are. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We have to go. All right. Love you, sisters. Bye. <laughs> 
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.